0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Vile Files. Hope you had a happy, safe Fourth of July.
1: I spent the weekend with a lot of doctors, one of which is an eye doctor, and she is just assuming to have a full week after the Fourth of July because so many people like shoot stuff into their eye, mm. like with fireworks and other
2: explosives.
0: Protect those eyes. I, I, hope, I hope you wear those.
2: your protective eye gear.
0: Yeah,
2: give your eye doctor a break. I was gonna sound like a chastising parent, but I was gonna be like, "Don't use fireworks.
1: Why not? Why not? That makes
2: me so anxious. I just feel like it's, it's an explosive. It is. The two of it's us like, from the
1: Midwest were like, "Why not? Uh, <laughs> fire. It's cool. <laughs> I yeah, have a vivid memory." Belts. <laughs> <laughs> So, I have a lot of family in South Dakota, and we would go to South Dakota for 4th of July because, let's be real, a lot of things float in South Dakota. They just You just run with it. I have a vivid memory of being with my uncle and my sister, and he drove us to, like, an abandoned RV that we got into and shopped for fireworks in, like, an RV that this man just, like... Ran this kind of like illegal fireworks <laughs> store out of an RV in South Dakota. <laughs> That's where you get the good like ones, like a sparkyzy. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you get
0: some definitely illegal shit there. Yeah. Ugh. Well, sure. we have literally a special episode for you today. As you guys know, we've done uh, a lot of uh, mediation calls, and the uh, texting office hours took off so much. And honestly, it's kind of hard to get couples. Sometimes for scheduling. So we, we would always like record these mediation calls a variety of times. And then we just had a bunch banked. So we're going to play them today for your enjoyment. They're good. They're juicy. They're emotional.
1: They might spark debate.
0: Do you think? I don't know.
1: I'm not sure. I don't I think hope. so. I hope they will. <laughs> I just over- I, I
0: mean, yeah, we, we love the discourse. So let us know what you think of this. Maybe like we can definitely keep doing mediations. It's just hard to schedule inside other episodes. Mm-hmm. But Let us know what you guys think about this episode. We don't have to ever do it again. We could say fuck it. Until we get Shane and Natalie in for remediation.
1: Yep. That'll be the day.
0: I don't know if that will happen. But I'm confident we'll get Natalie here.
2: Manifesting. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty confident.
2: I believe you. I feel like on the topic of holidays, something that has near and dear to my heart that I've been thinking of a lot is photos when you're in a relationship or when you're dating someone. Like when do Do you you start to... Have you Ask. taken a
0: picture with Barga? Are you guys like taking pictures?
2: No. See, that feels weird to me because you're literally boyfriend and girlfriend. Why? It's like we've said I How love you... you. We have not taken photos. Did we discuss you, you... that? Wait,
0: we, we, we were saying I love you?
2: Yeah. Who yeah. said it first? He did. No fucking way am I going first.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: Cause I am because I'm scared. Because I'm scared. <laughs> Says a
0: <the> progressive and... <laughs> woman. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> progressive in ideals. Not always in practice. I'm doing my best. I'm a work in progress.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is
2: more progressive than being a work in progress?
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: Um, no, it was. it's it's not something we throw around yet. It's not like a end of every phone call conversation thing. So oh, it still okay. feels like meaningful when it's said.
0: Wait, are you suggesting because Natalie and I said, as you would say, throw it away. It's less meaningful.
2: Not at all. What are you I- trying to say? Yeah, I'm actually, I don't really think you and Natalie love each mm-hmm. other, is I think what I'm trying to say yeah. here, and I think it's...
0: <laughs> Our love is more... It Your means love is more. a sham. Yeah.
2: <laughs> my love with bar <laughs> No, I just, no, I meant in reference to my own relationships. Like with my ex, like, you know, I feel like you get into a point where relationships, you say I love you yeah. every time you hang up the phone, you say, like, you know, you just, it's, you're so comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Versus but right now. he won't
0: take pictures with you and now we're worried if he's shooting. It's
2: cheating. not that he won't take, <laughs> you've never even like, had, you don't have any selfies or anything? No.
1: Well, but I, never... I
0: will say, I, again, before any time in the public light of, of Instagram, you only knew I had a girlfriend because there were pictures of me on Facebook because when I was single, like I wouldn't, I was never like, let's take a picture. Mm -hmm. I don't ever remember ever having that thought ever in my life until I went on the bachelor. The uh, let's capture this moment. You know, Mm -hmm. I know the world has changed like social media in general for everyone, but you know, that was after I had been on a TV show. But prior to that moment, I don't give a fuck. But
1: not even to post, just to have in your camera roll so you can look at it.
0: <laughs> Again, I I never was like, "Hey, babe, we should take a picture." Ever oh. in my life, so I I do think that might be something that might have to come from you.
2: Well, I've also I have tons of photos of him, and I think he's taken photos of me, but we just don't have any together.
0: You're, you're going to have to be like, "Let's take a photo
1: together."
2: Just have your roommate like take a photo of you, or if you're out, just be like, I "Hey, like that's can so you much grab?" Worse to like,
1: Why don't you just be like, hey, <laughs> right here and now, a, take a picture a with photo me of me in the hallway."
2: No, if I feel like out? No, we totally could. We totally, totally could. Have someone like wing woman it I and just be like, get, you guys are so cute. Let me grab a photo. I'm still, I would say I am still in recovery from internalized uh, cool girl standards. Like, which are? Just that like anything that feels like asking for something, I get uncomfortable with, which is bullshit. Absolute is, bullshit. I want a
0: photo of us pretending we're in love. Pretending you're in love with me right now. Let's take a picture. Pretend. <laughs> well, for a photo. I mean, like you get what I'm saying.
2: Well, I was going to ask like, well, how do you feel like when do you think the first photo that you took with your I remember the first someone. photo I took
0: with Natalie.
2: When was that it? That one Snapchat? What? Allie, what do you mean? <laughs> by Natalie, that?
1: Natalie did questions on her Instagram one day and it was like the first photo you and Nick have together and it was some like selfie Snapchat thing in a group and she was like this is before people knew we were together. In a group? I don't know. It was like something from 2019.
0: Oh, but there was one of just us. Well, oh. there's one <laughs> There was one we took a, a selfie and I was, like, weird about it. And then there was one we took, like, together in mm. Georgia when I visited her. One was a selfie and one was – that was, like, a different I, – I guess I, I guess I think of that differently. And then having someone else take a picture of us was also, like, a, a first I clocked.
2: Yeah, it, it's definitely a distinct difference between the selfie versus the – Can you please take a photo it, of yeah, us? Yeah, can you
0: take a photo of us?
2: I feel like usually it's, like, a photo op situation. Yeah, usually we like, it's like organic, a, wed- a wedding, yeah. yeah.
0: So if you don't have like a wedding to go to or an event to capture
2: a moment. You want to hear the most, I was going to say the most effed up thing in the world, not even close, but our cousins are both getting married on the same fucking weekends. Mine in New York, his in Arizona, and he'd asked me, he was like, do you want to go to this wedding with me? And I was like, so badly, yes, but... I don't know. Hmm. Is that so? That would have been probably a photo opportunity. When's that? August.
0: You're gonna have to wait till August.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not even gonna get it that. No, I, I, it's the kind of thing I could totally be like, hey, I wanna have a photo of us. Yes. It's very simple. And yet, you're saying I love you. I, I don't actually have an issue with it. It's just the kind of thing. Like, you've never been like selfie. You've never
0: been like, hey, babe.
2: No. I'm really bad at posing for photos. Don't pose. Just
0: Don't pose. <laughs> just get a, a
2: photo. <laughs> well, it's easier when you have a, a like a partner in a crime in the photo, but
0: like just be like, I think you look really good today, and I always look hot. Let's capture this moment. It doesn't Ending. even have
2: to be that formal. Just be like,
1: wait, let's get a pic. Yeah. Toss your phone to someone. Don't overthink it.
0: I suppose it's a moment, but it doesn't need to be. I mean, yes, to Ali's point, you guys are way behind if you're throwing out l-bombs
1: yeah <laughs> i've n- i've never said that in my life and i have photos of people
2: it's not like a it's not i truly could bring it up. I, i've never like been like oh like i really want to bring it up but i'm not i'm too scared to in this moment it's more like the kind of thing where i'm like fuck i want a photo with him when i think about it
0: i mean i i'm just saying there's a lot of guys who it's just not on their radar
2: i think that's probably
0: and so him not asking is not him not wanting one is just
2: and I don't and think there's been situations where it's like, why didn't he ask to take a photo with you? It's more like, like I just I think what it is is that he's not a big social media person. Like he's very present and he's very in the moment, and so I think it feels almost vain, even though it's not to want to capture memory. There's a part of me that feels like it's sort of like
0: a you're unnecessarily self conscious.
2: I think I, absolutely, and he's not, so that's why it's good I think balance. You should just
0: take a photo with him.
2: I'm going to ambush him next time I see him.
0: So if anyone else listening can relate, just ask for a photo. Take a photo. Take a photo.
2: When was the first in a photo that you have with someone you were romantically involved with? What was the context?
1: It would be my last boyfriend, which I was 20. Yeah, so I was like four-ish, five years ago.
2: Sorry, I just had a revelation, which is that I think my ex made me feel like I was a burden every time I wanted to take a picture together.
0: You know what, let's just always blame our exes. <laughs> no, just...
2: I'm having a real-time revelation. And I'm like, <laughs> why do I think it's such a big ass? Because my ex would always yeah. be like, so like, is their roll fault. his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is I'm perfect and a victim. <laughs>
0: Was he a narcissist?
2: Not at all. <laughs> He's kidding. a lovely dude.
0: No, I'm thinking about it. Natalie didn't ask. She was just like, I want a picture with you. And I was like, okay.
1: That goes along with everything you've yeah. told us about Natalie. She doesn't ask.
2: She tells. Yeah. yeah. Great. We got a great episode.
0: <laughs> we do. Mediation, everybody.
2: Mediation.
0: Bachelor premiering next week. Bachelorette. Oh, next week, uh, Natalie and I will be podcasting from Europe. Little uh, Nick and Natalie on the road. I want to miss that for Going Deeper. Allie and Amanda will be in the studio, and Allie and I will be abroad. All right, let's get to our episode. How's it going?
3: Good, how are you? Good. Good.
0: What are your guys' names?
3: Sarah. Scott. Uh, how old are you guys? I am 26, turning 27 in about a week.
4: I'm 29, turning 30 in December. All right, well, happy birthday to both <laughs> you <laughs> coming up. Uh, are you guys uh, married?
0: Dating, living together?
3: We are dating and we're living together. All
0: right. Who wants to start?
3: Well, we um, moved in in January. So we've been living together for a couple months. Okay. Um, And I guess we have just been having some issues kind of adjusting to each other's lifestyles because we are a bit different. Um, He kind of likes to go out more and I kind of like to stay in. Okay, um, so I guess that's like a big: you guys long how long have
0: you guys been dating for?
3: Um, about five years. years. Okay.
0: Uh, and moving in together was based off of what mostly the desire to move so, in'll
4: well, I'll take I'll take yeah, that I one. Take so uh, for the first year I met her, um, she didn't give me time of day, <laughs> so I, I tried for a year hard, and uh, she finally did, and I uh, made sure to lock her down um. <laughs> And so for three years, I lived on my own. She was at home. And the fourth year, I really bugged her about it. I was like, I need you to be with me. I want you to be with me. I I want a different life. I want us to live together. And so by the fifth year, she finally took the step. She did all the move out. And now we're in a beautiful place together. Um, She decorated it all. And I love it. But uh, yeah, I, I made that step for us. But she made the ultimate decision to do that step.
0: It was your idea. You wanted it. She agreed to it. You like going out. You don't like going out as much. And I'm assuming that's causing disagreements.
3: Well, specifically, I would say it's more during the week. Because I like to have more of like a routine during the week. I don't really like to drink during the week. like, I don't want to go to work hungover. And stuff like that. And he, cause like on the weekends, like I'm fine to do whatever, but it's during the week. That's kind of the problem.
0: And what was this? Like you guys been together for five years yeah. and I know you didn't live together, but I'm assuming you guys spent some nights together. Yeah.
3: A lot, because a lot. before yeah. we were together, like okay. three to four. Yeah. Out of the
4: seven.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you were, you were already spending a ton of time together. And so what was that expectation when you weren't living together, but dating
3: well, that's also, too, the thing that I'm, I, it seems to be that he's going out actually more frequently than before.
0: It because seems guess, or he is, I guess. Which, I mean, well, that's, he is. Okay.
3: And I think. Too, well, do you like, like, agree with that?
4: I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? I mean, you weren't, you weren't around, so you didn't know if I went out or not.
3: Well, I wasn't, well, I was not around for two nights. So yeah, you were going out for those two ni- well oh. you were going out for those two nights, but it seems like it's more than two nights.
0: Is it now. possible do we agree that it's not so much that it's like drastically different? It might be slightly different. It seems like it might be more different, but it, it, a possible explanation could be that instead of spending four nights together a week, you're spending every night together a week. And and probably I'm guessing that you you spent most of your weekends together and some of your weekdays together. Yeah. So the weekdays that you specify that you have uh, more of an issue with, those were the nights where you, know, you were at least spending some time apart. And it possibly yeah. could be explained by you noticing it more rather than it happening. Yeah, I think
3: more. that's definitely probably the problem. Okay. It's kind of also true, like what's going on when he does go out. Okay. That's like kind of bothering me.
0: What such as?
3: So well, I mean, he's been drinking a lot. I would say. What's
0: a lot? And do you agree with that, Scott?
4: I do. I do. I do agree with that. Yeah. Okay.
3: And I feel like the people like that he's spending time with are not the best influences. Who and, and, and the, your he's friends coming home really late? What
0: your friends are the randoms? Like who are these people? Well,
3: they're co- they're coworkers, so they're not. Friends, he says,
0: but you gotta you gotta shake it up with the coworkers sometimes. Is it like networking yeah. or like and so from your point of view, Scott, are you networking or are you just having you just have you found some drinking buddies you um, work
4: with? I could kind of lie and say it's networking. No,
0: we want the truth. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, so the truth would be at the end of the day, my not networking, right, has led me to opportunities that have made our life a lot better. Okay at the end of the day it wasn't networking it's more of being personable and somebody that we i can connect to and i get connections from that so to an extent it's networking but
0: so maybe your initial intent is is not like hey babe i have to do like you are an extroverted person it sounds like who enjoys having a few drinks with some people who also having a few drinks and let loose and and sarah you might be more slightly i don't know maybe you're not even introverted i don't know but scott definitely sounds extroverted he enjoys it and a benefit of you being extroverted with people you, you drink with or go to the bars with has led to some opportunities but it might it's not the reason you're doing where some people are like i fucking hate this but i have to yeah. do it because it's like i fucking hate golf but like hey the deals happen <laughs> on the golf that. courses or whatever uh yeah um, yeah no it's not it's not that
4: no yeah, yeah. okay yeah.
0: Helix Sleep, you heard me talk about them. I, I don't know. Like, listen, there's definitely a few people listening to this show right now that are in the market for a mattress. And if you don't get a Helix mattress, you're, well, I don't know. You don't trust me for one. I mean when I say that I've really thought my whole life that I could sleep on any mattress until I got a Helix Sleep mattress. And every time I leave my house, I miss my mattress so much. I know I'm like a major celebrity with an unlimited resources. And you think like only someone like Nick could sleep on a mattress this amazing. But that's not true. No, I just took a short quiz. I went to helixsleep.com. I told them I was a side sleeper. And bam, they sent me a mattress that was fun to open up because it inflated. Or like, I don't know how you call it, but like you take it expanded. All this. Expanded. It expanded. You can sleep on the same mattresses that I sleep on. We can, it's like looking at the moon together. I don't know what more to say. It's truly an amazing mattress. Just go to helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Take their two-minute quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty. You can sleep on it for 100 n- nights, like, risk-free.
2: And they'll pick it up if you don't. And they'll
0: if, pick it up. Which,
2: and if you don't like it, which you will, you will like it. They'll literally take care of everything. And that's the kind of confidence from a company that has a good product.
0: Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Missouri. That's right. They do fine jewelry differently. Natalie loves it. I I just keep getting her Missouri jewelry and she just keeps asking for more. What a diva.
2: That's a gifts love language right there.
0: Missouri has the Natalie Joy gold stamp of approval.
2: (laughs) I completely agree. When when we got the email, first of all, I was thrilled. I was like, yes, this is so exciting. And second of all, I spent so long on their website because there's all of its. There's no skips. On this, on this website, they're all like really good. It's a good combination of kind of like basic neutrals that you can style a bunch of different ways, but they're still like flare and they look good.
0: The hard part about jewelry E2 is because obviously it can be pricey. And so if you don't feel like you're breaking the bank, you're like, you're worried about not getting high quality. But like with Missouri, like that's not the case. They, they feature responsibly sourced diamonds and recycled 14 karat solid gold pieces you can sweat, shower, and sleep in.
2: I've been in yoga class and realized in downward dog, my necklace hits me in the chin and I'm like, oh no, is it going to get ruined?
0: Yeah, their 14 karat gold doesn't oxidize. So you'll never experience that kind of those green fingers that so many people do with jewelry. They do fine jewelry differently by celebrating every day, not just the big moments. So like, it's a great piece of jewelry to get for yourself because you got a promotion, maybe for a friend. You know, Maybe you just want to brighten their day. Make your day and go to com. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com. I'm curious, Sarah, if you, if you knew that he hated it, but it was also like a, that he had a job, that it was required, do you think you would have more understanding about it?
3: Um, I think that I would because if it was more of like a networking situation, I feel like... <laughs> He wouldn't be drinking to that degree because that's where it's like I agree with what he's saying, but at the same time, it's not a professional environment because of the like the amount that is getting consumed. Are I you? Guess. Are
4: you?
0: I mean, are you coming home wasted most of the time, Scott? More than not, I would okay. say. All right. And and Sarah, are you a like? Are you a drinker on the weekends?
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and even sometimes I do during the week. It's kind of like. It just is can't be like so frequent for me. Like if, it's if there's not, a special occasion, like
0: you're not a, you're not as big of a drinker as Scott. I'm I'm not a big drinker. So like
4: I mean,
3: Yeah.
4: Well she 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 tells me she's like, I'll take two shots and I'm good for the whole night. Well,
3: yeah, I'm kind of a lightweight too, on
4: yeah.
0: top of it. <laughs> All right. We we're gonna have to compromise on some level here. So this like what we're talking about, yeah. 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 So on your side, Scott, you wanted this like you wanted to advance the relationship you in your kind of like speech were like hey i met her i fought for her and then i wanted to i wanted to advance it i wanted her to move in i don't know if you guys have talked about like marriage or or engagements or things like that but it sounds like you guys are a couple that's like planning for the future right and all relationships as as you guys become more one like i think maintaining your level of independence is always important in any relationship in any stage. I don't care if you're married with kids, like you need to have something for yourself. But that being said, the more one you become, the more you have to give up on other aspects of your, you know, your independence, your personal life, things you did with your buddies when you were younger. We can all agree that it might even be the same. Like it's not even worse in terms of like how much you're going out, but even the same for Sarah might be too much. And it wasn't too much back in the day because, right. well, it was out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. But even though it's out of sight, out of mind, it's still the life, Scott, that you wanted to have. Right. right. So That's it's like not,
3: my biggest thing, I think, too. It's because not, it's like yeah. you wanted me here, and now I feel like I'm being like
5: left alone a lot.
0: Yeah. So there's a compromise. So like you saying, well, I've always done this, is not, would not be fair. I'm not saying you are saying that, but like the idea that like, hey, because I don't know how much you guys have fought over if it's happening more or less. I guess you guys have probably, had a, yeah. but to me from a third party, that sounds like a fight that's a complete waste of both your time that's yeah. not really the issue it's just a something to fight over it's like sometimes yeah. when we fight when we're like losing one aspect of a fight we will th- we will just like well what about this you're actually going out more and i don't know if this is what you guys are fighting about like but every couple does this on some level and i'm just saying it just sounds like a giant waste of your time because it's not really the point right yeah. and i understand that from sarah's standpoint that it might not be more but i'm seeing it more and and you wanted this. So on some level, it would make sense to me that uh, a compromise needs to be made. And and from your side, Scott, it seems like you could be open to the possibility of, uh, you know, decreasing the amount of times that you are out hanging out with coworkers, friends, whoever you're hanging out with and drinking and spending more quality time with the person you wanted to live with.
4: that's
3: That's fair to say that's yeah that's how i feel because i don't know
4: i just feel like fair but i think i just feel like he
3: wanted me here and but he wants wants to like come back to me like he's not willing to put in the extra time now that i'm here all the time well i guess the question
0: for you though sarah is is how like are you also willing to compromise because it like it doesn't do much if you're just like i want you to stop doing this
3: I I understand that, but I, te- I the thing about it is too is that I get worried about like if he's gonna go drive or whatever because it's like the other night we it was, do you I mean I is was that, like, have, I was do you have a history people. of do, have
0: you ever done that Scott?
4: Yeah, yes, yes. I do. Okay, I do. so that's
0: a valid concern.
4: It is right. a valid. I validate okay. that. And yes. then
3: the other night he was out. He kept pushing the time back, and then his phone died. So of course my mind's going to. He got pulled over he got in an accident whatever so it's like i like i understand that i need to compromise but it's like there's like a safety concern too on my end
4: which we talked about yeah and i said if i can come come to you and say that yeah i don't feel comfortable driving and not be judged then we can work with that and i thought we came to an agreement there
0: is that what about ubers are ubers a possibility
4: <laughs> it's a little yeah, pricey but, but okay I, that's why i came to her and i said that. well i mean it's
0: got it. it's the cost of doing business though
4: that's right true exactly
3: if you're gonna go do that like, that's, what that's my too. fault you're
0: so. right it, it's still an option what's not an option is you drinking under the influence so not at all. you're right so uber and like hey and maybe that maybe that helps you from not like you know it also costs a lot of money booze
3: right exactly that's my other thing it's like because he tells me that to go out during the week with other people or whatever and I'm like personally I don't have the funds to be hanging out with people every day of the week like I need to be home like saving money
0: sure but that's where like you probably are saying things I'm guessing to like trigger Scott where you could probably not say things again We're we're just trying to compromise here yeah. but like Scott you could like as a third party I don't buy the cost of an Uber being a valid excuse because like That's like maybe two drinks. And and maybe two less drinks is probably better for everybody, maybe. Of course, yeah. So I just think something that you need to hold yourself accountable for. Because, like, listen, you could save yourself a lot of headache by just doing the responsible thing that she's just like she's not trying to nag you. She's just worried about you. And kind of times it might it might sound like nagging uh because she has to repeat herself.
4: I feel like sometimes it could be an excuse, though. What do you mean? Like, so some days I won't drink at all. She'll, I'll come home and she'll be like, you drank, you stayed out late. So at the end of the night, you know, like some nights she's validated, but other nights she's accusing.
0: So some days it's not happening. No, not at all. And so what do you say to that, Sarah?
3: Well, like I I told him, it's like, I feel like there's a little trust been lost because in the past he's lied about it. So that's what I feel like, that's why it's like, I understand like what he's saying, but it's like, there's been some trust lost in the process because he's lied about it before.
0: Okay. Which you're nodding yes. What do you guys think? Because like, listen, you guys are in this relationship. You guys live together. You've lied before. Trust has been broken. But at the same time, this is something where I understand what it's like. Listen, I, I'm a big believer. I'm, I'm more Team Sarah here in the sense that, like, just because you got caught in a lie and you're afraid that your partner might be mad at you is not a reason to lie. Right. Like, just yeah, that's, you, I think you kind of have to own is, that.
3: Like, I could take some responsibility for that, that like maybe I have been a little bit harsh and that's why he feels like he needs to sure. lie. But
0: I, I think what you guys need to try to do is to agree on some boundaries on what yeah. this is and every negotiation uh, the only successful ones is when you both feel a little dissatisfied about how much you have to give up. So if you guys are both willing to compromise, you both kind of need to feel annoyed <laughs> by what yeah. you've agreed to. Right. Listen, as someone who's not a big drinker, I can empathize with Sarah, how it can be a challenge sometimes when you're dealing with someone who's drunk and you're sober, it's yeah. annoying.
4: <laughs> yeah that's what she says that word annoying
0: yeah uh it can be frustrating and so yeah. you just got to help your partner out and it I, again a lot of it is trust it's it's trust that it's it's probably more trust that she can that that you are capable of having two less drinks to afford an uber you know or not have enough drinks where you you know you have two drinks you wait around and you are capable of driving home it's just showing that kind of Ability to like make those choices rather than being like, I'm going out, I'll be honest, I don't know what's gonna happen.
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And,
0: and I like I have a lot of buddies. I I totally a lot of my best friends, I relate to Scott, where it's just like, hey man, like YOLO. I'm gonna be present. I'm gonna live in that moment. And that moment might be a round of, of beers and a shot. And I don't say no to a round of beers and a shot. So you guys are going to have to decide what's reasonable for, for you guys. Here's what never works. Drastic, like, I'm never going to, like, if you're someone who's regularly going out with his buddies, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to drink on the weekdays. I already would have been like, that's not realistic. I mean, Sarah, if I were you, I wouldn't have let him make that promise to you. That was an opportunity yeah. for you to say, I'm not asking that. And I don't want you to feel like you can't do that. But like what would what, what I would really appreciate it is I would really appreciate you like making a conser- concerted effort to drastically reduce that. But if, if something comes up and you want to go out, that's fine. But like, just talk with me about it. And more than anything, just promise me you're being smart and responsible and safe.
4: Yeah. yeah. You that's know, what I to today.
0: and like, also like, can you, can you go out and drink, Scott? Without getting wasted, you That's know. And, I, have been... I have,
4: done it. Yeah, and I well,
0: think
3: it seems like more often than not, though, it's like to an extreme level.
0: Yeah, because like you know, you're at an age, Scott, where it's you know, it's one thing when you're in college and drink with your buddies, but like you're at an age that your 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 partner is probably going to be wondering, is this going to be something that I have to deal with forever? And yeah. you guys are six, sick- yeah. And once you guys start having kids, like uh, that's the other thing. Like, it's going to be a to challenge. Be a so reducing it and being more responsible with your drinking would go a long way. And you probably, my guess is, feel a lot more freedom in your choices. Because I get where you're coming from, Scott. Now it just feels like you can't be yourself. You, you don't have a partner. You have a parent. You have a watchdog. You have like someone who's just constantly you have to answer to. But it doesn't sound like she really wants to be that person. I'm guessing the drinking is a little bit of an outlet for you to unwind.
4: It's my personal outlet, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Know.
1: I had an idea for a potential compromise because it sounds like Scott enjoys going out. Like he said, it's his personal outlet. And what drives Sarah crazy is less so him going out, but the waiting up at night, the safety element, the driving element. So what if the issue is like, what if you could just agree that Scott does not drive? He has to take an Uber both ways if he wants to go out. So then Sarah knows that he's not driving home. I mean, I know it's expensive, but so is a DUI or putting someone in the hospital. So... I mean, in that way, yeah. he can still go out. Sarah can go to bed knowing that he's going to be coming home safely, not behind the wheel of a car. And uh, then as they continue therapy, they can dive more into it. But in the meantime, that could be an easy fix, maybe.
6: I
0: think I think that's great. And also, it's yeah, I, I don't think money is an excuse because... That's true. You can spend less on other things. Like, that's your thing. If that's your outlet and you think you're drinking responsibly enough and, like, whatever, but, like, you're just... You can guarantee your safety... 60 bucks on you know Uber both ways. What what yeah you know, like then you you know either you drink a little bit less at the bar or other things you're spending on bet now, you just budget for it. You just it's call just called your Uber fund. Whatever yeah, it is. True. You know, and you just that. you eat you just accept that cost because to Ali's point, like it can be that's peace that's of true. mind. Like th- yeah. don't think of it as the cost of an Uber. Think about it as things, you know, something you won't have to fight about with sarah your safety not getting a dui not putting other people at risk not getting you know uh all those things
4: that's that's, that's a great deal That's priceless
0: yeah, yeah. all right hope oh, i don't know if this was helpful
3: yeah it was helpful
4: no, it was nice to hear it all out
3: actually yeah
0: oh good well take it easy on each other man i mean like that's the yeah. big thing there's a lot of there's lot of, obviously you guys both want this to work out it sounds like yeah
4: yeah definitely
0: so so, you know don't be afraid to compliment each other sarah maybe tell him things he's like you're really proud of once in a while maybe that make that a habit with both of you
4: i try to she does yeah
0: yeah i'm sure just and maybe you guys just do that a lot you know get in the habit of doing that um and we always like to end these things with saying uh, something you guys really appreciate about one another
3: was prepared for this, so sorry about that, bud. <laughs>
4: um,
3: I would say, I think my my favorite thing about you is your optimism and how you see like the magic in the world. Still,
4: that's
5: beautiful.
0: All right, you're up, Scott. The
4: thing I
5: most appreciate about you is the endless love you give me. The endless try. I don't
4: know the right word for that. Try. But I know and I see it and I feel it. You give me everything of you. And I just, I constantly want to do better. And that's what I'm striving for. Because I want to do that for you.
0: That's so sweet. (laughs) Amanda's about to cry.
3: Don't cry. Uh, He's crying. I I love you guys. I'm
5: crying.
0: (laughs) No, there's a lot of love there. And uh, this is is. a man shoot you guys you guys remind me a lot of my friends growing up and uh all right so ubers and and compliments that's
4: yeah <laughs> the, the big takeaways that's
0: our remedy uh, i know these are it's not an easy conversation scott I, you're obviously very open and vulnerable i appreciate it not easy to do so uh big props to you buddy
4: thanks man thanks man
0: all right take care guys all right, you all right. too. all right appreciate it bye bye How's it going?
6: Good. My name's Lindsay. I'm 25 and this is my girlfriend, Maddie, and she's 24.
0: All right. Lindsay and Maddie, 25, 24. Uh, who, want, who wants to start?
7: We just moved in together. Just
0: moved in. Okay. Yes.
7: Right. Yes. There's
0: yesterday.
7: Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: All right. Congrats. <laughs> Thank okay. you. We're
7: yeah. excited.
0: Uh, all right. So what, uh, what is the issue that I can, we can try to help with?
7: Yeah, of course. Um, so not, not an issue maybe. Um, but a discussion we've had since we got together was always that Lindsay wants a dog. She's always, I knew that being in a committed relationship, like we would be getting a dog Uh at some point. She grew up with like the most perfect golden who was so well-trained. Um, I grew up with no pets, but I'm definitely open to it. I'd call myself like, neutral on dogs generally. And uh, I love the ones that I do love. Um, But since moving in together and kind of taking that extra commitment step, she is bringing up the conversation more as a present conversation than something in the future, wanting to get uh, a pet as soon as possible. And I'm more in the, you know, we're still an apartment, an apartment, we travel most weekends, um, you know, kind of why don't we wait until we're settled a little bit more? Um, But I think that the push is that she wants more of a, okay, when is that waiting? Whereas I'm more of, let's just push it off.
0: Sure. What does settling look like to you?
7: I think (laughs) I want more time getting used to living together. Um, You know, we're really excited. This past 24 hours has been great, but, um, (laughs) you know, want to get used to living together. And then ideally, I think I would like a little more space. Um, but as as she's pointed out, you know, we could be in an apartment for the next five, six years. Does that mean we wait until we get a house in our 30s, or what does that look like? So I guess I don't really have that answer besides it seems too soon now.
0: Okay. What are your thoughts, Lindsay?
7: I just don't want to wait until
6: like so we're in an apartment now, we're thinking about and our city's pretty like, I think it's pretty easy to have a dog here, but we're in an apartment and then we're thinking about moving to New York within the next year or two. And so that obviously comes with challenges as well with the dog. But then we'd be in New York for like three to five years. And so that means we wouldn't have a dog until like eight years or whatever. And I just like don't want to like wait that long. And so it's more of a conversation of like, when does it make sense? And I'm, I'm thinking like, I just don't want to wait till logistics make it easy. Like, let's just do it and then deal with whatever happens after that. <laughs>
0: You know, interestingly enough, I, I relate to this story. I'm Maddie in this situation. Ah. Um, so I, I'm allergic to most dogs. And so I grew up, uh, well, as a kid, I always really wanted to get a dog, and then I just got itchy. And so most of my life, like, I like dogs, but, like, most dogs make me itchy. I've, I'm not normally like, ooh, dog, you know, like rubbing my face in it, right? So, like, I've, I've grown to have, like, an understanding with dogs. Like, we're, like, we're cool. But we're not like besties. But I've always, you know, in the back of my mind, I always thought to myself, like, I wanted to get a dog. I want to get a dog. And then finally, after I bought my house, I found a dog that was hyperallergenic. And now it's like the love of my life. And like, I have a tattoo of them and like, we're best friends. (laughs) And like, I decided to buy the dog, even though like Nally and I got the dog together, like, I bought it and I kind of made it my own just because it's like, It's one of those things too, you know, we, we live together, we're not married, not that I'm planning on on us breaking up, but like, it's just more like a weird Mm -hmm. thing to kind of like split everything. That's a whole other issue, but this is not necessarily good for you, Maddie. But I thought to myself, thank (laughs) God I have a house because I couldn't Mm -hmm. imagine having a dog in an apartment. Now, that being said, I would have made it work and Jeff is like the best well-behaved dog. Do you have any idea what type of dog you would want, Lindsay?
6: I want a golden retriever. I had a golden retriever when I was growing up. And I mean, that's kind of the only good dogs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you're not like allergic. Right.
7: No, I'm not allergic. I think because I never had a pet, like the um, training and everything else kind of scares me and is daunting. And I think especially being in an apartment, we would need to. Um, Lindsay has said her dad is the best dog trainer in the world and he'll come like live with us for a couple weeks and make it work
0: which I don't know how you feel about Lindsay's dad but like that's two weeks of like he's some, great yeah
7: I, uh, just feel yeah. Like, I love him
0: <laughs> in, like two weeks it's like okay
6: yeah I just feel like we could make it work we would train it really well we would like I don't know I just feel like there's not a ton of barriers but then I guess the, the biggest thing is moving to New York
0: Well, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not necessarily, Mm. I'm just, so here's a couple of things I'm thinking. One, uh, I think getting a dog uh, before you move to New York would actually be easier on both you and the dog because ideally he would be trained before he goes to New York. I think it'd be harder, maybe in New York, less space, more inconvenient to take him out. I don't know. Make it sound like your situation now is... A little bit more convenient. New York's not mm-hmm. known as the most convenient place in the world. It is I love it, but it's just not overly convenient. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I do also think though, however, it makes sense to say we moved in <laughs> together yesterday. Let's just <laughs> like let it breathe for a minute. So that's a valid feeling. At the same time, like getting a dog together could be something you guys like it, it could be like the christening of your move in if all things go well. Mm-hmm. Like it's a bit of a risk, but I mean, you're, you're. I mean, I'm incredibly biased here because like I was really nervous getting Jeff and I was nervous about like how in, how inconvenience it would be to my life. I was just nervous about how much I would bond with him. Like, would it just be like, uh, and I, and like you, it's just like, I, I've seen a lot of people get dogs. They don't have the time for or aren't responsible enough to care for dogs. It was just more like, I want a dog and like for the gram or whatever. And, and they spend a lot of time, like leaving their dog at home or putting it up and they're traveling. And I always thought that was kind of selfish of, you know, some people I know who got dogs. So there's a lot of variables at play, but it was the greatest thing I ever ever did. And it's something (laughs) like, I will say something that Natalie and I enjoy doing together, like. It is like a. it feels like I'm not comparing it to having a kid, but there is an element of we see each other take care of Jeff. And there's a level of like, oh, that's cute. You know, kind of seeing each other being nurturing and like bonding together. I definitely feel like getting Jeff has brought us closer together and just like kind of it feels like a family. It's It's nice. There's a little bit of a playing house element to it, but it's been all net positive for me. As Mm -hmm. someone who is very reluctant on getting a dog. Um, Yeah,
7: I think that's where some of my hesitation comes from, too, is like, um, like you said, like you're the one who got Jeff and took ownership of that. Like, I think that would be the case with Lindsay. Like, I I would view it as something we were doing together, but like ultimately, you know, we're not engaged, we're not getting married. Like, it would be um, her dog. But I, you know, we both don't work from home, we both go into work. I travel a lot for work. I'm a little worried about like me not being able to. Me being more like, you know, the people you know that you mentioned that maybe yeah. aren't in a good place to help. And I think Lindsay is, but I don't want it to just be like, okay, like you do this thing and I'll Well, I mean, hang it's
0: out. well, yeah, but it's a little different because you're the one who's not as eager to get the dog. So there's some upfront expectations here where Lindsay's like, this is something I want. I I would love for you to do it with me. I'm willing and able to do this and help. When and if you can, and it sounds like you're like when you're not traveling and when you're not at the office, you're you're like, it doesn't sound like you plan on being. Because some people would be like, fine, get a dog. I want nothing to do with it. I'm not feeding it. I'm not taking (laughs) it out. I'm not, whatever.
7: No, that's that's definitely not. Yeah, and you're not you're not (laughs) doing that.
0: You're gonna help when you can unless you think low key like lindsay's the type of person who like excitedly would some people are like that and i'm, I'm lindsay i'm not suggesting you are
6: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> anyway
0: but there are some people who would be like more impulsive people and then their partners are the responsible ones and the impulsive person wants to get the dog because you know they just want a dog giving no mm-hmm. thought to like what it takes to like have a dog and then the responsible person ends up being the one who's taking care of the dog mhm so you know i think that's something you guys have to decide whether that's something you know you're a little concerned with but Mm -hmm, you know if, if Lindsay is the one who really will take ownership of this
7: i think that would be the case
6: i feel like i am like i'm the one i like to do that kind of stuff i would take care of it i feel like i'm not thinking about maybe like everything that goes into it but i'm more just like it'll work out and i'll I'll do it as it comes. Yeah,
0: your guys' biggest thing is the travel too, and not being home. Like, yeah, you know, like Nally and I are both really busy, but like I also spend a lot of time at home. Um, we like we're lucky enough to have Cindy, who like lives down the street, who's like essentially our housekeeper, who like comes by with her dog and play. Like, so like we've created this nice little environment. So f- for Jeff, but like that does make it easier. I would definitely feel bad. If we had like both like the nine to fives and from mm-hmm. like Monday through Friday. And so like I a lot of the work I do is from home and like Natalie has a little like a flexible schedule. Like some days she's really busy. Like today, mm-hmm. Jeff's on, on 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 Tuesdays, Tuesdays, Jeff's home by himself for like half the day. Mm-hmm. But actually right now Cindy's coming over with her his 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 playmate. <laughs> so like we we've just developed a situation that it works out, but
7: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we, as our lives are right now and our careers are right now, have the ability to to make kind of a situation like that where we kind of can fall into a routine. But we're also in, in my opinion, like a period of pretty big flux, just moving in together. Lindsay's graduating soon, potentially starting a new job. Um, You know, I'm still traveling a lot for work. So I think like what Lindsay has said, like we can make the logistics work as it is now. What what makes me nervous is how much things might be changing over the next couple of years
0: yeah i mean other than the dog is everything i mean it's only been a day but like fighting like are you guys it, it's pretty pretty solid situation
4: yeah
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't really we're we kind of were saying last night after moving together like this is really fun now like when does the other shoe drop but hopefully it doesn't
0: yeah it doesn't necessarily have to i mean eventually you're gonna you guys have been together for how long?
7: Uh, about a year yeah. and a half. Well okay. we were really good friends before then. She actually got a lot of advice from your uh podcast on how <laughs> to like, transition from <laughs> friendship to dating, which was helpful
0: yay um I'm glad I could help but like you've had a a, a big fight before like ever
7: not a
6: big fight, not really okay. more just like conversations about our relationship, but not like a fight. Yeah.
0: someday that'll someday that'll happen.
6: Yeah. we
7: we know that that isn't going to last forever. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. You guys are at some point going to have some weird fight. That's going to feel, make you feel distant and it's going to be scary. That's just inevitable. Right. And mm-hmm. so there's no, it makes no point in sitting out, out there like wondering what's going to be the thing that causes this. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, if we mm-hmm. get a dog, are we going to end up fighting over a dog? If we, when you, we moved in New York or whatever, or, um in my experience it's always the dumbest shit who like (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you you, it won't be any of those things right because when it comes to new york it sounds you're both excited even if it's a dog like it doesn't sound like it's really going to be like i like what's the worst that could happen getting the dog
7: um i think potential i don't know like it feels like a harsh word like resentment whether it's me being like oh actually this you know dog that I didn't want very much is now taking up so much of my space or whether it's, you know, Lindsay, uh, was ending that I'm my, maybe I'm not helping as much as I could be. And those aren't things like, I, I feel like in our relationship, we haven't held things against each other in that way. We're pretty good about talking about it. Yeah. I think, it's part of what you're kind of getting out with the fights. Like I'm nervous to have that first thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I and I don't want to add factors to make it.
0: And, and honestly, as much as like we say, it's just like, Oh, Lindsay's like, Oh no, I want the dog and I'll be the one who takes care of it. And like, do what you can when you want to. It's, it's not really that simple mm-hmm. just because, you know, I don't know what you guys have planned for your future family planning or not. But when you see someone like take care of something, like it just, and if they don't want to help, like, you, you might have agreed that, like, she didn't want to help, but all of a sudden you're just like, but you should want to help, you know? Like, and then <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, yeah. it might bother you. And, like, I get where uh, that can be nerve-wracking. You know, again, I'm biased. It was just really net positive for me. And, I, like, I ended up being the one who really enjoyed taking care of. Like, I, I love taking care of Jeff. Like, I enjoy waking up and feeding him and, like, taking him out. Like, I enjoy brushing him. Like, I enjoy taking care of him. He's like my pal. And so like, you might be surprised, you might end up being the one who really connects with the dog as much as Lindsay,
5: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So that's possible too. Like the worst case is you don't connect with the dog as much. And, and that's the real issue right now is you're so busy, there's a level of guilt around, you know, the dog inconveniencing your life, but knowing that you have to take care of this dog, that's the big thing.
4: Mm-hmm. But if, I don't
7: think I'm worried that we would get a dog and not take care of it. It's more what it, how it would impact us otherwise, in well, like social life. And well, stuff that's what like I'm
0: that. saying. It's like not that you wouldn't take care of it. It's just that you would take care of it, and you would be annoyed that you have to.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah.
0: But like, uh, you know, what we, we, well, we've had Jeff for a year now, and we just started like we we kettle trained him, which kettle train your dog if you get a dog like a dog. They like kennels. They're cave dwellers. So like they're comfortable there. But we recently just started like leaving Jeff out, you know, outside of his kennel when we're gone for extended periods of time. We just close all the doors. He he doesn't hasn't fucked anything up. And so like now he's like pretty chill for most of the day. And like he's fine, you know, like uh-huh. and so like it hasn't stopped us from like having fun when we go out. We're not big partiers and we don't go out a ton. So like it hasn't really been a big inconvenience. I was very worried about the inconvenience. Very worried. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and now it's, I'm not worried at all.
7: It is rare on the weekends that we're away from the house for that long without coming home. And I, I will yeah.
0: t- I'll tell you what. I don't know. If, if you ever like leaving a party early, there is no better excuse than we have to he feed is. the dog. <laughs> like <laughs> Our I,
6: friends are like often leaving because they have to go take care of their dogs. And she's like, well, I don't want to have to do that. No, like, the truth
0: is your friends are leaving because they want to leave the party. I'm telling <laughs> you true. half, half the people who say they have to like feed their dog. They just want to leave and they blame it on their dog. I have learned that yeah. as a dog owner that it's just yeah. like, Oh, Nope. Got to feed the dog. And what we want to do is just go home.
7: Yeah. yeah. I've, that's fair. I could
0: see us using that a lot. Yeah. It's, Awesome. We use it all the time. And that has become more the reality far. Like, I don't ever remember a time being like, I want to stay out, but I have to leave because of Jeff. Now, again, we don't go out a ton.
1: I just had two things to consider and one suggestion. Um, One, I know you're talking about a golden retriever. I would just consider like if you I don't know how far you are from New York, if you're planning on flying or driving currently because of covid, Mm -hmm. no dogs can go underneath the plane. So if he's too big to go underneath the seat. Something to consider. Two, just thinking through like finances of like vet and stuff like that. Like, I adopted a dog when I was a senior in college, which is like a weird time to do that. And it's definitely a financial <laughs> commitment. And three, something that I did in college and something that I've encouraged my friends to do and now my sister and her fiance are doing is fostering a dog first not only like a good Mm. thing to do and like get a dog out of a shelter and give it time at home, but it could be a really nice trial run for you guys to figure out if your schedule does work for it what it's like taking it out all the time from your apartment, going through an elevator. Like, it's just a really nice thing to run through and maybe even evaluating, you know, what size is too big for your apartment. If you want a smaller dog, if you want an older dog or younger dog, like I fostered a dog in college that was really big and was a puppy. And I was like, I can't potty train it in between classes. So then I ended up getting an older, smaller dog. That's like my soulmate. So something to consider Mm -hmm. if there's like a local animal shelter or a rescue that does that in your area? I think it's a nice way to get that trial run, and then if it's not a fit for you, it's not a fit.
6: These are all good points.
7: Good things to consider.
0: <laughs> I do think the plane ones are real. thing if you're moving to New York. Yeah,
7: yeah. yeah, I think we. I think we would drive. We're in the southeast.
0: Okay. Um, you'd make. You'd make it work. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hopefully this was helpful. I think. Yeah. I, yeah,
7: I, yeah, I think it was. it was. I think I
0: think you should get the dog. Like I, think o- I still want <laughs> to <it. laughs> so give it if six I, months. If I was picking. Good
7: yeah, if I was months. speaking right now, I'd say three to six months to just get living mm-hmm. together routines down. And then I think mm-hmm. I, this conversation has made me more open. So I guess it's a, a win for <laughs> Lindsay.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I I was really reluctant.
7: This is the first time we talked about
6: it since like the first time I brought it up. We saved it all for the podcast. So uh, well, we yeah, really she, really,
7: said we, she said we weren't allowed to talk about it. So. I really
0: appreciate you guys calling in. No, we've been looking forward to this one. So um, yes, we really appreciate it. Congrats on moving in. Um, thank you. Keep your independence. Is my only yeah. advice when it comes to that. I think we're stuff.
6: pretty good at that. We're going to check. Great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, all thank right. you for calling in. Good luck, ladies. Uh, congrats. Thank you. Uh, if you ever get a dog, let us know. We uh, will. Give us an update. And uh, all the best to both of you.
8: Thank, you. thank you.
0: All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks. How's it going?
8: Great.
5: Uh, my name's uh, Beth, and I'm 25. And I'm Sarah, and
0: I'm 26. All right. Uh, who wants to start uh, and explain what's going on and what the goal is?
5: We've been friends for quite a few years. I can't remember exactly how long. Um, like
8: four years. Or or now. Well, so we we're friends for like almost three years. We met at college, we all lab partners, okay. and then um, just kind of Started becoming friends through their through boys, dating, relationship advice, all that. Started like doing schoolwork together, and okay. That. So you've
0: been friends for a handful of years.
8: Right? Yeah, about two years, and then. Mm-hmm. Then we had
5: a falling out um, New Year's Eve, twenty twenty. Uh, okay, and we so were, a while
0: ago.
8: Yeah,
5: and we just started rekindling. I guess you could say today. Today. <laughs> well, okay, I feel like.
8: Yeah, this is this the for, first time you
0: guys seen each other in person since?
8: yes yes since then probably it was like a month after the new york trip we like tried to meet up at a coffee shop and talked to each other and i feel like we both lied to each other's faces, shook hands and like walked away but, yeah i just kind of yeah. and you got <laughs>
0: together to have this call is that yeah is yes,
8: that what just, brought, just to be, oh. yeah i it was she <laughs> snapchatted me yesterday and said like hey um i know it's been a while but i wanted to reach out to you we have the same work profession and she was like Uh, I actually just want to talk to you about work stuff. And I responded with a big old fat message saying, hey, I know you don't want to talk about work. I think we definitely need to talk about what happened two years ago. And I actually think we should do it on this show. And you reaching out to me, I kind of wanted you to reach out to me because, you know, I've been thinking about it. So It's kind of a sign. Okay,
0: great. I'm honored. Thanks for trusting me with this. All right. So who wants to tell, give a little backstory in terms of the falling out?
8: So... I feel like we had, I guess, a couple issues like with boys before the trip. It was like October or September. I had broken up with um, a boyfriend, and we were going out, and I went out with a new guy. And she, I guess, felt the need to like call my ex and tell him I was going out with this new guy. And he called my mom. My ex called my mom and told her that I was staying at some random guy from the club's house tonight. And my mom texted me and said, Hey sweetie, I know where you are and I didn't know you're safe, but your I guess your best friend told your ex that you were out with some boy and I told both of them to stay out of your business. Gotcha.
0: And Do you agree with, with that assessment? Uh, I'm, <laughs> not. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sensing <laughs> I that you have a different <laughs> version of that story.
5: Yes. Okay, so the clubs around here close like around 3 a.m. and I think it was like four-ish AM. I get a call from her ex. It's in the middle of the night. I'm dead asleep. I didn't go out. Or if I did, I got home earlier. I don't remember. It's been forever. I was just dead asleep. And she knows I sleep like a zombie. Uh-huh. So I just answered the phone. Didn't even look at who is it. It's They're calling me in the middle of the night. It must be important. Apparently, she said that she was going to be at my house or something. And he's like, can I speak to her? And I was like, yeah, sure. But she's in the other room sleeping because I didn't know what to say. And then he kept like. Battering that I look, I know she's not there. Just let me talk to her. You know, I've been calling her phone and you sound like you just woke up. Like, I know she's not there or something.
8: So I get that they were, like, she was trying to cover my back. I felt like she had a long conversation with my ex about, I don't know what. Because we did. End up Later talking. that
5: night, he called back. Cause Later. He's going to show up to her mom's house. Okay. Yeah, where she was currently staying at the time. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you sound drunk. You need to let it go. Just. You know, just trying to de-escalate
8: the situation. I just felt like she was intentionally trying to like seed my ex with information to set fires in my life. Why like, do you I know feel that, that way? Because I I just feel like she um and she's kind of admitted it now, which I obviously but that she kind of would get a little bit like, like jealous of my relationships and my time that I would obviously spend too much time with my like, boyfriends versus her.
0: So do you agree? Do you agree with that? Like you felt.
5: I did feel a little jealous at times like she was studying for some pretty big tests was in a very intense program at school and you know then she had the new relationship and all of that together like I got zero time except for like you know here and there and it was kind of like to her convenience so I did I was jealous about it especially when it came to like the new relationships cuz so like you I min- got cast aside for basically
0: a stranger. You, and how old were exactly. you? How old were you two around? This is like two or three years ago? You're
5: 23, 24. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. turned
0: 2,
8: 23, 23. So yeah. you missed each oh. other. You
0: missed her friendship and you went about it in a way that was not the most productive. You, you let your frustrations of missing her kind of cloud your judgment a little bit in terms of your loyalty to your friend. You acknowledge that. You felt some insecurities about the relationship, right? And now it comes to down to you. Well, yeah,
5: I didn't really have those insecurities yet because
8: that yeah. was the first night. This happens again. So I'm not. So me, I'm dating a new guy now, and um, a little bit later, a couple months later, I'm at the beach with her another girlfriend, and the same ex boyfriend calls me and wants to come talk and have a serious talk. Like he, he's been wanting to get back together. And I'm like ready to smash it for good. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. He comes and picks me up. They try saying no. And I'm like, guys, I, I want to get this over with. Like this dude will not leave me alone unless I just give him one final conversation. We leave and it's like a four hour conversation on the beach. We're walking and talking and my phone is like, dies through the end of it. Basically, I didn't
5: trust him. Not She do
8: told yet. my current boyfriend then that I was physically talking to my ex and at the beach somewhere trying to hash it out. But she kind of told him. More that we were hanging out, and my current boyfriend couldn't get a hold of me because my phone was dead. And so then he drove like two hours because he's from like an hour and a half out of town. Drove into town looking for me.
0: You you were shaking your head, Sarah. What what part of that do you not uh, you're not totally on board with?
8: Like
5: eighty percent
0: of it. Okay, so what is? And that's just like an
5: honesty. Okay, so it's
0: fine. Listen, we both agree that you guys have seen these situations completely differently, which is why it caused the following out so we don't need to like that's that's understood now i'd like to hear the your version
5: okay so yeah it was um she and i were at the beach with another friend of ours and she decided to go talk to him and he's not been physically abusive but he has been like verbally abusive like dude all right knock it down a notch and so, like, I think, feel like after this time, especially with, you know, calling me in the middle of the night, calling her mom, threatening to go to her house to see if she's there, we just didn't trust him, me and the other friend. And we were trying to encourage her not to go, like, dude, just let him go. Just okay. go, Shut her, whatever. I, you know, after like a four or five hour mark hit, like, I'm getting calls from the current boyfriend she's, she was seeing and her mother as well. Because I guess he was calling Sure. mother say like where is she yeah so and I have security cameras and stuff I was out at dinner with my family I have security fan- cameras at my place and so we looked, on, we looked on those and she still had her car there so we were just really confused like hey, so where is she so it was like out of a concern and I, after like a bazillion phone calls I was like look she's trying to squash this and I did not make it sound like you guys were hanging out I just okay. said he showed up <laughs> And like, kind of blindsided you and demanded to talk, and that you know. And wasn't I'm assuming like, you're getting back
8: together
0: or anything. Um, Beth, I'm assuming your interpretation, like the story you told me, was at least partly from that boyfriend's point of view.
8: Yeah.
0: I'm guessing you got a lot of information of like what what Sarah said mad. to him. Yeah. So yeah, mad boyfriend shows mad. up and he's just like, she told me this and that and this and that and you immediately probably yeah, got mad at I, her for the things that he accused her of saying to him.
8: Yeah. And, and that's
5: he, where I got
8: upset. Yeah, And he, he's hes very Italian, has very hot blood. So he showed up at 10. So he was ready to to fight when he showed up. But he was already mad. So I think gotcha. that kind of also misled me to think, I guess, about it. But you so can
0: recognize be, that, like, now that we're hearing yeah. her point of yeah, view. Yeah, now that yeah. we're hearing
8: it and now that those people aren't Well, we never involved. talked about this. We just both were like, so caught up, I think I was caught up in the breakup and the the new relationship, and she had a lot of other stuff going on too. So we kind of just fought for like a week about it and like didn't really hang out and then just like started going out again and just drinking and like forgetting everything. and then made a trip to New York happen like the next month. And then that's, I think when things really fell apart.
0: Gotcha. And then what happened in New York?
8: Um about that <laughs> it was it was like a four day trip, so we we had it packed full. I mean, not full, but we had like one event a day. And like a few things planned, you know, and then I at the marquee was great. Uh, we both met some girlfriends. We're drinking. I met a guy. She met a couple of people. I mean, by the end of the night, um, the guy had asked me, he's like, do you want to come back to my place? I have a rooftop apartment. You and your friends can come. I don't know how many people you're with, but you're, you're welcome. Whatever you're comfortable with. And I was like, my friend would probably kill me. But... I, I, I really wanted to obviously go home with him and like, at least maybe go have a fun night at his ha- apartment and like, maybe we could go and stay and just hang out. But I wanted to go. I walked up to her at the end of the night and asked if she wanted to go. And she immediately got upset and was like, I knew you were going to do this. I knew you were going to leave me. And I was like, no, no, you can come. Let's go. Let's even ask star. Like, let's our our friends. And she like stormed out and got mad. And so I ran. After right, well, her you're shaking
0: your head. What, what part, uh, what, what are you shaking your head about? <coughs>
8: So
5: we decided before we even left for the trip that no matter how cute he was, how rich he was, how tall he was, how much he was packing,
8: like no matter what,
5: we're not going to split. Yes.
8: We We agreed not to split up. Like to like leave each other because we were in a big city, right?
5: And I thought you were going to go back to this place. I didn't think we no. were involved.
8: I was telling everyone to come. Okay, and I think both of us were completely wasted also. Yeah, so I okay. was screaming at her in the middle of the dance floor, let's go to this guy's place. Like he's so cute and I really want to go. And she was like, I knew you were going to leave. And I was like, no, you can come. Like it's really close to here. And she was like, no, I knew. And she was stormed off and I went and found him. I didn't want him to disappear. I was like, hey, stay right there. Went and found her. She already had her color. At coat check and was outside so i ran outside and was like please don't go and she's like our friendship is over i knew you were gonna do this get your own ride home i'm gone and i was like please my phone's oh, dead oh, all right leaving. hold on like, all right no 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 I was pretty drunk, but I know you said our friendship is over. Oh yeah, no doubt. My heart sank to my stomach, and when you said that, I said I'm not going with him, and I said I'll go inside and I'll tell him no, and I did that, and it took five seconds, and by the time I was back out, she was gone, and my phone was completely dead, okay, and the well, guy was gone. What part of and that we story? we were in Staten Island.
0: <laughs> what part of that story? Or what, from your point okay, of view? Okay, so
5: how I remember it: so we get there, we're having a good time, it's you know like free drinks or whatever drinking like a lot or am comes rolling around i'm i'm like i'm tired i'm totally done i'm ready to go and then she's like hey i'm gonna go to this guy's house and then i'm like
8: no you're gonna get murdered you No. Know? <laughs> and then i was like come come get murdered with me we can go and see the rooftop and
5: like i was trying to leave for like an hour at that time or trying for us to leave for like an hour at that time and she was like trying to feel this guy out a little bit more and wanted to go, and she was kind of adamant about it from what I remember again, memory's hazy because sure even that night, and so I was just ready to go i was I had it, I was tired, didn't feel good
0: and then at, and then at some point, you got mad and said the friendships yeah, so over. she
5: said she was going to get a they, he already got a ride or something. he ordered one on his phone, and at that point, I was like you went back on our agreement of not split up, and here you are splitting up
8: what? I think that's where I didn't know hers. her phone died. She yeah. told me that after the facts. But I I think that's when we crossed hairs. I told her I'm going to go tell him now. I don't remember
0: that. Part. You were both mad and you were both drunk at this point. So, yeah, I think, I think you both need to be careful especially as we rehash, yeah. rehash this to like give each other a little bit of grace <sighs> about like just coming from completely different points of views. Right. So and, and you God. both don't remember the night exactly as it happened. I think acknowledging that would go a long way. Uh, both of you. I think the big thing here is too, is like you guys, just you weren't seeing eye to eye. You had different priorities. A lot of, su- and, then, and then it sounds like Sarah, you started making a lot. It sounds like you might be a little guilty of, of feeling hurt and then jumping to conclusions and assumptions about things you don't know for sure. And it could be like a defense mechanism of, well, I'd rather just assume the worst. And then I can prepare myself for the worst, as opposed to just actually-
5: Yeah, that kind of describes me to a team. As, a, <laughs> as, a, as, a, oh. as opposed to
0: f- slowly finding out what's going on and then trying to work through it. You know, like you would rather just say, fuck it, I'm done, fuck this. And I, I can deal with this, which like that's just not sustainable in any relationship yeah. or friendship. Yeah. So
8: yeah, and I kind of got that attitude, I guess, like towards her at the end. Like after it all, I just because I had felt like I was fighting for so long too. Like I guess to get her to loosen up and just be more like I don't know, like relaxed about it all and stuff. And it just kind of that's another
0: thing too. It's just like you two uh, might have been best friends and there was a lot of love there, but like it doesn't like just talking to you for like ten minutes. You guys have some differences in your personalities. You guys have some differences and things that you guys enjoy, right? You have different things and things you guys prioritize. These are all okay and you can still be the best of friends. Some of my closest friends, I couldn't be more different than, you know, but there are certain things that bring us us really together, you know, and things that we can talk to and trust and they're the people I go to about things that like, and and on some levels we really connect, you know, but on other levels we're different. So I think you two, maybe now if you're interested in reconnecting need to like sit down and just be honest about like the differences you have and accept each other's differences.
8: I feel like we never, um, the other thing is like when we hang out, it's usually just going out or like chilling and doing nothing because we're so different too. Like I'm always like, Texting, like, let's go to the beach, let's go, like, hike, let's go do this, let's go do that. And she's like, oh, it's hot out. Like, I don't want to. Like, let's just get. So, you need to accept each other's
0: differences because I think when we're younger and we have friends, we expect our friends to, like, mirror us, to always want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And then when we don't, we get disappointed and bummed. And when we get disappointed and bummed, instead of just being disappointed, we tend to project that disappointment onto those other people and make it feel like it's their fault for our disappointment. Like, you can like your disappointment is like on you right like we we can be disappointed sometimes and it's not necessarily someone else's fault especially when they just like have different preferences or want to do different things and i think where you two probably got yourselves in trouble with this friendship is is not accepting each other's differences and just appreciating each other for being different and also being appreciative of the similarities you did have and prioritize those so that like when she was out there you know, doing her thing and wanting to go into rooftop, like, instead of, like, yeah, like, like, I'll, I don't think a, a trip to New York at the same time was like the one to rekindle a friendship when you guys really wanted, like, you wanted quality time. You know, like New we York is.
8: Like over our issues. And yeah, like New York is about right. like going
0: out there and seeking adventure and being like, hey, we're mm-hmm. gonna say yes to things and minus like getting murdered. Like you are, it's an adventurous city, <laughs> and you go and be adventurous. And that you had an expectation of being adventurous, and she had an expectation of like group therapy. Getting home safe. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so your expectations just didn't align up, and and you both decided not to respect the other's expectations and things and you both decided to judge each other's expectations rather than just being like they want something different and that's okay and so it's just a little bit of balance but at the end of the day i think you guys just need to respect each other's differences and it's okay to like have a different type of friendship like your friendship that you guys had like that's dead and gone and you can still be best friends i don't know where it's going to go but you're not like you're not each other's friends who's going to do everything together maybe you're the type of friends that like you know you you have your common interest. You do those things together. Uh, you yeah, go. Lunch
8: on Sundays, all. What I, no, I Yeah,
0: know. or or they're that person you talk to for advice or counsel, but that's tricky too because when you ask for people's advice, you can't take it personally when they don't take it. I feel like that might be more of a note for for Sarah than than Beth. I think that happens to us a lot too.
8: Like her and I, I. I'm always against her boyfriend's and she's always against mine or like a lot of situations. And so like I give her advice and I can tell in her face, she's like, no, I'm not, I don't want that to do that, what you're saying. And then vice versa, she'll tell me like, are you guys asking for each
0: other's advice or just giving it unsolicited?
8: I I think it's partially unsolicited and partially like venting. And then the other one trying to be helpful. But there's been times where
5: I've asked you to just like, look, I'm going to do it my way. Can you just support me? And I felt like I didn't have that.
0: I have found that as I've gotten older, friendships have more to do with just being there for your friend when they need you and not telling your friend what to do or how to act or judging them for their choices, especially when you disagree with them. It's just like, all right, do your thing. And however it goes, I will be there for you. I'll be there to listen. I'll be there to like try to get you out of your bad mood. I'll be there to try to get you to like not stress about the thing that's bothering you. And I'm not here to tell you I told you so. I'm not expect you to make all the same choices you make as me, as as I do, but really just be there for each other. Who was who when uh, I have some of your messages back and forth with one another?
8: I think I'm the red conversation. Gotcha. Um, So she reached out to me first and said, hey, I wanted to talk about work stuff. I don't know what else. And I had just kind of initially said something like, I think that. We both know what happened before was like a conversation that still needs to be had because there was a lot of stuff like left undiscussed. So I, I don't know I told her that was something I kind of wanted to look into first before we even tried to like talk as acquaintances. I wanted to address the situation.
0: So you, so it sounds like you were a little bit more reluctant to try to rekindle the friendship.
8: Yeah, so she had actually been reaching out to me on like Instagram for about a year. um, And I... Like, you know, commenting on posts. Yeah, just just commenting and liking and stuff. Um, And I uh, just ended up starting... I I deleted her as a friend and I just started hiding her comments every time she'd leave them. I was really persistent on trying to just completely, I guess, forget about our friendship.
0: I mean, listen, I, I feel like... This conversation is you guys trying to get on the same page. I, I don't know how you guys are both feeling right now, but I hope that you guys both feel like you recognize that you were making a ton of assumptions about how the other person was feeling, making a ton of assumptions about, you know, the situations or what was said. You guys were, we not doing a lot of listening and just kind of projecting your fears and insecurities about the friendship and, and yourselves onto the other person. All of these things like create challenging situations. And then now the question is, is like, what do you want from this friendship? I mean, in my opinion, just to start, to start slow. This is a big step because it's sitting in the same room. You're like talking to me, you know, like clearly well, there's a lot of just love. I
8: wanna know what to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly there's just
0: a lot of love for the other person just in general. Like, you know, whether you guys are able to rekindle the closeness, I don't know. But clearly you guys both, it seems like you care about each other and want the best for each other. I think that that says a lot and now you guys just have to figure out can you guys get on the same page a lot has to come down to in my opinion accepting the other person for who they are and not trying to get them to be something they're not both of you and accept that you both have flaws. Except that you guys won't always have the answer to fix the other person's flaws, and as friends, you're not there to be each other's therapist or tell each other what to do, even when they ask advice. All your your main like your main purpose as a friendship is to just be the friend, to be there for each other when the other person asks them to be there. Which,
8: yeah, and we both have like been I think there for each other like for a lot of like. You know, breakups and just a lot of big family, family shit, you know. and yeah. a lot of family stuff too. So I think that's why we have so much like care for each other. So I think I'm ready to just let go of all the stress that we had from this. And like, I feel like the bad guy from it. I told her I thought I felt like everyone in her life like messing with her emotionally more. Um, so I just like felt so. Well, bad. I disagree with that. Like I set yeah, myself up she, for she a said, lot of
0: that. you both hurt I mean, each other. That's it. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I'm
8: just to. glad, I guess, now to like. Be able to like reconnect with you and like know that you're fine and that like it wasn't the end of the world. It was just dumb girl shit. And like I think that we definitely maybe can start fresh somewhere.
0: But take it slow too. I,
5: I feel like we need to get on the same page with the apple of things. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like we both got bad information
8: from. Yeah, I think I guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I told myself lies about our fights for so long. And yeah, there's that too. But also have... like
0: I, I don't know. I just feel like. I mean, rehash, I guess. But to a certain extent, maybe just accept and forgive as well. I think the important thing is to focus on, if I'm understanding you, that neither of you really wanted to hurt the other person. You both felt bad. You both were feeling hurt. You both were feeling anger in the moment. And that easily, you also were drinking. And that easily causes, (laughs) you had other priorities, that easily causes like friction and disappointment and and sadness and hurt. And so like how much, like, Knowing that's not what you guys wanted, let's focus more about like potential future and just recognize that you guys weren't on the same page. Like,
8: how you know. I guess a, a big question I think we both kind of feel is like, how would we be able to recognize if we are starting to do some of these like toxic things? Because we never noticed really before until we had like a big fight like this and we're like, oh, I had all these other
5: things building
8: up too, like that I'm just now like doing something. Yeah, I I kind of noticed you. like about the six months buildup. Yeah, thing. I guess it's like now we start re-talking and stuff. Or, like, well, and I mean, again.
0: whenever either of you, I'm sure you can recognize the feeling you felt back in the day. Now that feeling is going to be insecurity, fear, frustration, anger. And when you feel that, don't immediately assume it's something they have to change. Look in the mirror and ask them, why am I feeling this way? If it's something that she could be doing differently, either of you, you just say that bothered me and maybe it's me can let's just talk about it. What you guys do, at least you did, you guys made a lot of assumptions. You made a lot of accusations to one another rather than just saying, Hey, this bothered me. Can we talk about it? Can I ask some questions? If you guys feel a little annoyed by each other's company, totally fine. Totally normal. Take some time apart. Don't force feed a trip to New York next time. You know, I just need a, a, little, a little bit of space is fine. You know, and, oh, and, and okay. next time and next and like, and these like things like you promised you wouldn't do this, like shit happens. Like we have to be a little bit more flexible too when something comes up and, and you want to do something and you go along yeah. with it or you bow up and it's not for me. Go have fun. Call me tomorrow. Like relationships are hard enough to like, like have it be so like rigid and non flexible, especially with friendships. Like you're there to make life easier on each other. Like you shouldn't make life harder on each other. And if you're making life harder on each other, you guys both probably need to like take a step back and redefine your expectations that you have for one another.
8: I totally see that now, and I think I kind of knew that before. We're gonna probably laugh about a lot of it and realize we should have listened two years ago. <laughs>
5: yeah, because a lot of things make sense now in hindsight.
8: Yeah,
0: for sure. Maybe you guys needed the break. It it happened. It was what it was. Now just focus more on going forward. Uh, We always like to end these calls with saying what you guys really like and care or love about one another. So whoever wants to go first.
5: Her way to adapt. Adapt it. Like I can't adapt like that. Like I can't change myself. How I think she's she's got way more perspective than I do about like pretty much anything in life.
8: I don't know. I know that we lie to each other a lot about like, our emotions and what's going on, but I feel like you're always like, willing to just be your goofiest version of
0: yourself around me. Well, have more of these conversations and, and just keep focusing on three things. Respect, respect one another, accept the other person, and, and trust the other person that, that they're willing and wanting to be your friend. And if you focus <laughs> on those three things, I feel like you guys have a good chance of, of building this thing back up.
8: Well, thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks this for calling. I helped. appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank take you. care. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in those questions at asknick at castme.com. Cast with the K. We will see you back on Monday.